Welcome to the Business Balance Podcast. I'm Emma Langton, Mindset Coach and Hypnotherapist, and each week I bring you conversations and coaching about getting the balance in business. And I talk about mindset, strategy boundaries, and a whole lot more so you can create a brilliant business life and still enjoy time off. Now, this week, I'm delighted to be joined by the very fabulous Vicky Nicholson. Hi. Hi, Vicky. I'm so pleased you're here with us. So I'm going to let you do a quick introduction and then we'll dive into the reason that I asked you to come on the call. So do you want to just tell everybody a little bit about you and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So I am Vicky Nicholson. I am Scottish. You can hear that straight away. Uh, and <laughs> I uh, work out of my lovely little office here in Fife in Scotland. Um, and I am a branding designer, which basically means I'm a graphic designer. It's a fancy word, but I specialize in branding for uh, online entrepreneurs, online business owners, uh, and offline business owners sometimes too, but mainly online and work uh, remotely for my customers, for people all over the world. And I love what I do. <laughs> absolutely adore what I do. <laughs> it's fantastic, isn't it, when we end up with a job that we absolutely adore. It's mm. so good. So I invited you on here because I think it was maybe middle of August. It was middle of the Scottish school holidays and you yeah. sent an email out. And in that email, it said that you'd... The holidays were going really well, and it's but it's taken you three years to find the balance. And because, obviously, Business Balance Podcast, and I'm all about finding the balance, and I do believe it is achievable, even though people think it's this elusive, you know, thing that just happens to other people or that nobody ever really gets it. I was really intrigued because you said, yeah, it, I've got the balance. It has taken me three years, but I've got it. Mm, yeah. So I thought it would be really great to have you on to tell everybody a little bit about, so do you want to start about kind of how you, how you got where you are today mm -hmm. and a little bit about what that balance now looks like for you? Yeah. So of course, the, when you first start off in business, uh, I started uh, three years ago, just over three years ago, you think, oh, everyone's going to be great and you're just going to design. That's what I thought I was going to do all day. And actually you are more than just, that one person you are multiple things when you are a small business owner or business owner or whatever you're doing accounts and you're doing marketing and you're creating content and you're updating websites and you're uh, trying to uh, print off all your invoices one day and then the next day you're like maybe you're trying to update a blog or find out keyword research and it was what it was like stuff that I had not even considered. So when I first started out, I was overwhelmed, I think was the word for it. And whilst I had already been a marketing and branding girl in corporate for like 20 years, for me, this change of doing it all for myself was quite, it was quite extraordinary really. And I loved what I did, absolutely loved it. I was thinking this is absolutely brilliant. And then I can remember standing down the stairs in my kitchen at Christmas. It must have been like the beginning of Christmas. And I'd left my corporate job, quite well-paid corporate job, for about three months by then. And it was the realisation that actually I hadn't considered the fact that, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to afford to pay myself this month? Or, you know, am I charging right and reviewing prices? And I can remember saying to my husband, I don't think I'm charging right. I don't think this is right. 
I don't feel like I'm working all the hours round the clock and it's really become like something that is I'm not liking so much. It's it's massive realisation, isn't it, this? And, and, that, and exactly what you say is something that I talk to people about a lot. We start doing this business because, we, because we're doing this thing that we love. And then we realise, yeah, like you said, we have to do accounts and, and marketing and tech stuff. It's always tech stuff with me that I start and I myself going, oh, this is hard. Um, and we, then we have to learn all of those things and, and fit them into everything. Completely. I tell you what, I te- the thing that really struck me most, and it does resonate more with me now, and I saw somebody post in a Facebook group the other day, and it, they said something along the lines of, I don't like my job, I really want to leave, I've got no business yet, should I leave my job? My thing is straight away is like, no, don't do it. And they're like, and everyone was like, oh yeah, do it, it's the best thing ever. Don't do that. It takes a long time to build a business. It takes a long time to build your reputation, to build that no like trust factor for everybody. You know, people contacting you and all that good stuff. People watch you for a good couple of years from a distance before sometimes they'll even, you know, enlist in your services or buy something from you. And my advice to that person was, absolutely not. You need to replace your salary and some to accommodate the amount of time it's going to take you, you know, you've got your own taxes to pay, you need to pay your wages plus your bills, you know, you need to be very mindful of these things and these are things that people don't tell you and that kind of played with my mindset a little bit at the very beginning because I was like, I haven't thought this through properly and I'm quite a level-headed person and I knew that my whole balance of my life, my hormones, my emotions, my mindset, it just felt all off and that that's going back like three years ago now so, and I can remember that was my point where I thought, something's not right here. Yeah, exactly. And there are so many people out there um, that come to this realisation that they've got a hobby business. That's mm-hmm. what it gets called a lot. They've just got this hobby business and people that have not set out at the very beginning to pay themselves. They, or, they, or they have a lot, they might have a decent amount of money coming in, but they're also spending quite a lot as well. My, I came from corporate, my husband's still in corporate, and he just said, um, you know, when you do your expenses in corporate, you put your receipts in and then you actually get that money back. No. And he would say to me, but you can claim it back. And I'm like, this isn't claiming it back anymore. That money's gone out of my account and I'm not, I'm not going to see it again. I can offset how mm-hmm. much tax I will pay, so it's offset. But I'm not claiming back. No. And, and, you know, it took a bit for him to get that or even for other people to get that realisation as well. So hobby business is, is something that I've seen a lot. Every, there were 10 people on my course um, and I'm the only one that's got a successful business out of it. It just goes to show you, right? And there Doesn't are people actually who I've started up with who are still in the midst of still trying to figure out who they are and get customers and I'm like three years on and I now have a very successful thriving business but it's taken a lot to get to here but there is that one in ten could be one in twenty could be one in fifty it could absolutely absolutely so tell me a little bit about some of the kind of hurdles or difficulties that you discovered and and whilst running your business and how you overcame them so definitely for me that breaking point in the kitchen just before Christmas, thinking, oh my gosh, I was very lucky. My husband had an an exceptionally well-paid job. And for that Christmas, we survived. However, that's not the way that I worked because my husband and I were both equal in the household. And at that point, I was thinking, this is not working. So what I did was 
over the Christmas, I just did no work and I did loads of self-development work. And when I say self-development, I mean reading, getting into where is the positive mindset? Where do I need to strike this real good balance and harmony in my life to get that back? How can I make more money but still work smart? So when I looked at my mindset, it was to do with the confidence of putting myself out there, getting over myself a little bit, doing videos. Uh, videos is a huge thing for me. <laughs> especially with marketing your business and the visibility thing and whilst I teach that I was resisting doing it myself so I thought right I'm going to come back and really go for it in the new year and I did changed my prices as well so I actually tripled the prices of all my branding packages and um, working smarter because actually I was making a massive loss on all my packages I was spending a lot of time on stuff and actually wasn't charging correctly so I did that also and I enlisted the help of an accountant to be able to help me with my books um, and I also made a mistake with that as well because what I did was I actually just took on a bookkeeper and not actually an accountant as such who was going to advise me. So that was definitely a massive lesson learned. Somebody who charges you an awful lot of money to just do your books um, rather than somebody who can advise you on the business. And I've now changed my accountant subsequently since then. So that was another huge lesson. Have you? That's, that's a big thing, isn't it? We have there's, there's people out there and we think, oh, you know, like even somebody for, for branding or somebody, you know, that's going to help you with, you know, with your mindset or your self-belief um, or your books and your accounting. And we need to make sure that we're really, really clear on what it is that they're going to help us with and how they're going to help us mm -hmm. and what, what that's going to look like, you know, and what those kind of outcomes are. And, and often we have that misunderstanding really. Mm -hmm. And we have to, educate ourselves as well through that don't we totally. I think I was dead naive and then even though I've been in this business for such a long time I'm like some of, some of the things I look at I think what was I thinking and I'll be I know I, I'm really honest in my business I hold my hand up and say whenever I you know I've maybe made a mistake or whatever then this is what I've done to rectify it you know I'll be, I will hold my hand up when I had that first accountant and um, I realized that whenever we went in to discuss it, me going limited as a business to save the tax thing, although the tax thing on limited businesses has changed, so you're not really saving as much anymore. Um, whenever I went in, they actually charged me for an hour of their time, and it was £280 or something for that meeting. Even if I decided not to go ahead with it or go ahead with it, it was still that. Now, they never told me that's what they were going to charge me. Why did I not ask? That's what yeah. I couldn't understand. Where was my head? So it was partly my fault as well. So since then, I've changed my account and I now work with somebody who is incredible, who understands that I live in Scotland. They're based down in Darlington um, in Yorkshire, North Yorkshire area. Uh, and to be honest with you, because of that, now we chat on the phone. She advises me on loads of stuff. I can contact her at any time. So that was one of my big things. That was a huge change for me. Um, getting somebody to actually help and really work on the books with you to really advise make sure you're on the right sort of path you know do you need to up level what do we need to do next what systems are we looking at and I also then enlisted the help of a virtual assistant which was a huge deal breaker for me and I have come to realize that that person in my life is literally my superwoman like, our name is Alison, and Alison is my absolute godsend. She's based up in Shetland, and her and I 
talk on Skype and whatever else, but she literally makes my life a breeze. Yeah, it's so important to get the right support, whether and what support it is that you choose. You know, whether that's a whether that's a VA and a VA that gets you and, and understands you and is prepared to work with you mm-hmm. and kind of get inside your head. That's so important, isn't it? Or to have like a supportive network of people around you and things like that. People that actually want to help as well. Want to help that give two hoots about your business rather than being just kind of about the thing that they do. That's so important. Absolutely. And Alison does 10 hours of work for me every month, sometimes more. So things like developing courses and stuff. I don't even have to think about the tech or how we link things, silly things like PayPal to the tech, or how we link then PayPal and Stripe to the MailChimps. And I don't do any of that system stuff. So that's all done by Alison. And we also have a system where we talk to each other. Sometimes we do chat over video, and other times all the systems that she's implemented for me. So things like she has an organizational system for me called Trello, where we talk to each other in there, I put all my invoicing details in there, things that I needed to do for me. Um, you know, just doing little ticky list type stuff. Um, she has access to all my accounts, to all of my emails, to absolutely everything. And she organizes my life and content. And that was a major game changer for me because then I was able to focus on the sales. So once I got my mindset right, getting the systems in place, getting a good accountant, getting it all in alignment, there seemed to be a lot more balance and harmony in my life. And that came just at the right time. Exactly. This And this is something that I think people don't realize. I'm big, obviously, I'm big on mindset. Like having the right mindset behind everything that we do, it, it, it gives us that belief. It gives us that that confidence in ourselves, that ability to let go of some of the stuff, yeah. it can open up our mind. It can also make us work faster and smarter because we're not kind of, it's, it's um, as we're recording this today, it's procrast- fight procrastination day or something like that today. Um, and um, so, you know, if we spend so long procrastinating, you know, there's loads of stuff we could actually get to then or actually we could just take time off and not do things instead of just sitting there procrastinating over yeah. stuff. And worrying about, like you said, about videos and, you know, all those sorts of things. So when we shift that mindset, we can kind of just get on <laughs> as well as as well as put ourselves out there and engage with these other people that are going to be really helpful. And then mm-hmm. that all contributes to creating that balance, doesn't it? Completely. And I tell you, I've, I've read a really interesting book. I think it's called something like uh, Habits of the M- Millionaire Mindset or something or Millionaire yeah. Habits or something. And in there, it says something like, it says something along the lines of, those aren't the exact words, so please don't quote me on this. <laughs> but it says something along the lines of, you know, the CEO of like a big organization, they're not doing the marketing and the videos and stuff. It's all done by somebody else. You know, they're outsourcing a lot, a lot of stuff, but they have lots of people do stuff. And whenever you think about it, you're like, well, you can't be everything to everybody and you need to start working smarter and thinking like, how do people actually do it? How do I up level? What is it that I need to do? Do I need to enlist the help? So for me, you know, video is a huge thing. So I'm speaking to somebody who can do video editing. You know, I don't have to do all of that. I can create the videos. But the editing part of it would maybe take too much time. And actually, my little boy comes home from school at three o'clock. So I want to be there when he comes home. I don't want to be sitting editing video for two hours when he comes in from school. I can outsource that. It's about being smart, really smart. Exactly that. 
Exactly that. You know, when I would um, always make sure that I kind of downed tools when the kids came home, you know, to just um, to just be there for them, to just reconnect, to just help them get over the school day because they obviously have, um, you know, a tricky time and problems with them being adopted. So I almost made sure that I was there for with them for that connection, you know, and um, that's where the kind of good boundaries and everything come in play. And, you know, I'm big mm-hmm. on boundaries, but yeah, if we've, if we, some people set up businesses for different reasons, but you know, sometimes it is about being there for family. It is about be having that flexibility. You know, I reminded somebody the other day about, you know, don't people talk about this laptop lifestyle and you've now traveled home to see your family. And then you're stressing about how much work you can or cannot do. And I'm mm-hmm. like, people can live if they want to live that laptop lifestyle, you can work from wherever you need to work from. It's about shifting your mindset up in the way that you think about it. Completely. And I think, you know, see, even today, this is great because it's doing a bit of a reflection work for me. And that is one of the, the, the thing, the reason that I started on my business was from a little boy, you know, because I couldn't work out how I was commuting, getting to school at nine o'clock in the morning or dropping him off and then he would have to maybe go after school club or me driving back and then sometimes they closed the bridge because I used to work across in Tayside so then I wouldn't be able to do that and it's not like nursery where you can ask them to keep them for an extra 10 minutes where you can phone because the school doesn't do that school's not that's not their job to do that the school finishes at three o'clock here and that's whenever I need to get my boy and actually I can remember one day driving home closed the bridge and I couldn't get back and I was like oh my gosh he was in primary one, he'd only been at school a couple of weeks, and he was standing outside the school, and I was like, oh my gosh, my five-year-old child is waiting for me. I felt awful, and it was that day that I decided, and actually it was the pushing point, and I'm so glad I've done it, however, my big why, I always come back to my why, my why is for my little boy, his name is Alexander James, so we call him AJ for short, so my whole life is about AJ, and making sure that I am here for him, and that's what I do, and it's actually funny because um, I think without ref- that reflection and looking back at what why I've done it, I think I look, God, look how far I've come in three years and all the things that I've put into place in order for me to have that so that I am here for it. So at three o'clock, I down tools and stop working. Exactly that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This, it's, it's really difficult, isn't it? You know, I mean, the school day is like super short. I used, <laughs> <laughs> I used to... Um, when the girls came, I took some time off and then I did go back to work thinking that I had all this career plan planned out, which didn't go to plan. And, um, you know, I used to be leaving work at half past two and I used to think sometimes I was only just getting back from, you know, a quick lunch at half past two and the re- I had the rest of the afternoon. I felt like I was only working mornings. Mm-hmm. And my, my um, realisation point then was um, I was driving to the school for them and I realised I was holding my breath to try and stop the clock uh-huh. so our way because you know I was I was just late I was mm-hmm. late I was stuck in ridiculous traffic um and they were going to be and you know they've got other issues and things but, you, but like you say no there they are in the playground <laughs> the doors are shut again most schools aren't that bad but they're not happy about you know not picking them up on time mm-hmm. and I was like I'm why I'm holding my breath this is not on no I can't be doing this ridiculous so yeah that's really interesting you say that because I tell you one of my little affirmation mantra things that I always say to myself I've always got more than enough time for me my business and my family and that is one of my core things I say that over 
and over again. And I had a little meditation uh, actually recorded for me uh, by someone. And one of those things is I always have more than enough time for me, my business, and my family. And that is one of the things that comes up. You talk about holding your breath. You can't pause time. <laughs> exactly that. You can be shifted to yourself that accommodates how productive you are in the day. Yeah. So, yeah, by, you know getting on with things straight away or you know, mindset. mindset you know yeah, but yeah that's it you know it's so like I can't I can't make this car go any faster I can't shift the traffic and no I absolutely can't stop the clock by holding my breath I was like oh my god realize but yeah having enough time time's a a big thing that people go on about a lot don't they yeah, absolutely. And I think as well that I think we need to be realistic. So maybe, and I think as well, like when I first started, oh yeah, we'll have that day tomorrow. That's unrealistic, you know, so changing my boundaries and going, actually, that'll be ready in two weeks time. It takes that long to do. And um, so being realistic about the amount of time and leading that you can do things for people. You know, there will be some things that come in sometimes from like some of my customers who are maybe on a retainer package and like, oh no, I've just, I've had this great thing of inspiration. I want to put a Facebook advert on it tomorrow. Could you do this for me? Absolutely, I can do that for you. It's very rare that that's ever done. So 100%, I will do that for you as a favor for you this time. But then being realistic and saying, but the next time, if you give me a two-week lead in, that would be great. You know, so it's been about realistic about my my boundaries and expectations as well, and their expectations too. It goes both ways. Exactly that, and you know, people will um, that already know me about talking boundaries. This is exactly it. When I talk about boundaries, we have to set our own boundaries. But if we don't tell anybody about them, then well, then they've no idea, and people will always push our boundaries. <laughs> You know, and people will always kind of go, but can you just, or, um, you know, shorten the time frame and things like that. But that real, like, realistic expectation that we, we put on ourselves and that we give to other people mm-hmm. is, is really, really key. And, and that's one of the big things that I tell everybody. You've got to tell our, you know, our tribe, our clients, everybody mm-hmm. that we're involved in, what it is that we can do and, and what we expect from them. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I tell you, it's funny because I had an interesting conversation with somebody today um, and we were talking about like our own boundaries and I've actually said that as of next week, my Facebook is getting closed down when I work during the week and then they'll get answered at night time because loads of people private message me and off the back of the private messaging, it can take up your time at night time or whatever. So it'll be done first thing in the morning and then close down for the rest of the day so I can crack on with designing because that is where the magic happens in my business is the design stuff. I love that stuff. That's what I love, enjoy, get heaps of enjoyment from. Music up, tunes on, designing. That's the thing. So it totally changes and raises my vibe. But answering people's inquiries and messages all day is not something that I should be doing all day. You know, it's one of those things where actually be realistic if I don't get back to them in six hours, it still is my private space. It's my private messaging. You know, I have a business page as well, but you just think, you know what? I have to be realistic now. So next week, that's it. New Vicky, no private messages on her Facebook. So, and if she does get them, she answers later. <laughs> that's it's my new thing. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. And it's the same with things like email. You know, um, yeah. I often shut my email down and that because 
um i think i said on one of the other podcasts you know that that ping when we're busy oh, yeah. trying to work and you get that ping yeah. or you know or whatever sound it is that you've got and you switch your mind over to that and then you've got to come back and reset yes so um although there's this chat about you know kind of multitasking actually we do need to you know we almost kind of you know we turn our head from what we're doing right now we turn it to the attention of whatever that ping was and we have to turn it back and that all takes reset time mm-hmm. for us to get back into that focus so i i switch off um yeah. like you say facebook other social media phone email and you know i switch them all off when i really have to get totally focused that's definitely happening as of next week for sure I've, I've put my thing on it and i've thought right this is what i'm going to do so it just gives me a little bit of time to settle into it as well because I've put the planet the seed in my head and i'm like right this is what's going to happen but when you talk about boundaries and stuff as well like i i found it you know uh, not telling people too much about where you're at or where you're going or that kind of thing as well is one of my huge things. So when I go on holiday, I don't tell anybody that I'm off. That's a massive boundary for me. Um, and I just have and say, this is whenever we can start working together. I don't tell people necessarily I'm going away. So, and I know that I've mentioned this to you before, Emma, but when I went away to New Zealand for two and a half weeks, I went away to visit my sister. Nobody knew that I was on the other side of the world with my family, enjoying myself. That's perfect, <laughs> really. And everything just carried on behind the scenes or yeah. just was put back and, and kind Completely. of... Completely. Yeah, absolutely. Because one of the things that I did put in place, you know, in order for me to sort of lighten my load and find the balance, right, is, you know, develop some online courses. So with the back of online courses and selling sort of more passive income-based uh, products and services so to speak then off the back of that what I was doing was I was away having fun on holiday but still making money in my business and I couldn't do that before when I first started out it was all one-to-one exactly mm. exactly that you know my holiday um I did to tell people I was on holiday but then that's because I love talking about my holidays and things <laughs> um, wrong with that but having the money coming in while you're still sat on the beach, is there, mm-hmm. isn't that a wonderful feeling? Oh, it's a lovely yeah. feeling. Or wherever it is that yeah. you're on the holiday. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really wonderful feeling to, to get. Um, and, and that's absolutely perfect. And I talk to people about when people go about, you know, pl- replacing that income and um, I won't earn anything in, in August or something. Well, you can either schedule for kind of your targets for like a zero income in, in August, which I've done in the past. You know, or you can build your business with so that you've got that balance so that you do have that. And I was thinking about it when I was away in, in Mallorca and watching the, the, the waiters in the, the bar that we frequented quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when they have a kind of six, seven month window of business, but they make their money then, which then lasts them the whole year. Mm-hmm. And that was the other thing. And I thought, yeah, I need to talk about that a bit more. I'll blog about that a bit more because that is about shifting up your mindset. Yes, they might work really, really hard, but then they've got that downtime in the winter and they do whatever else it is that they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't worry about, oh, but I haven't got anything this month and stuff like that because they ha- are just accepting that they've got a summer business. Mm-hmm. You know, when we can shift things about that and have that balance as well, it, but we can have balance in different ways. So they've got downtime in winter. Uh, you know, we w- might want downtime and balance with the school holidays, which is, again, which was why I invited you on. So that balance looks different for each person. Mm-hmm. So what advice or action would you, um, would you say 
was the best um, thing for you that, that you would like to give to my listeners about sort of having that balance there? Definitely um, enlisting the services and outsourcing stuff that you should not be doing. So focusing on your actual core love, joy, and where your magic happens. Um, and uh, enlisting the help of others for advice. Um, so like my VA is my go-to. So yes, I do pay her every single month. She does loads of stuff that I don't need to get involved in. Um, but she gives me heaps of advice on like systems to use and she researches and does all that good stuff for me. You know, making sure that you're charging right so that you can actually, and, and you know what's been genius for me is payment plans. So putting people on payment plans, some of them maybe pay over 10 months. So I know what I am making next, I think it's next April I'm already predicting and we're now in September. So if you think about that, that's genius. So I know yeah. what I'm making, right? Um, and then uh, looking at sort of uh, the systems that you have, are they working for you? Making sure you're being really productive with your time. So actually being realistic, how many people can you fit in for a day? Uh, looking at things like your emails and shutting things down, you know, being really careful about, you know, your time eating into your own personal time as well. Because how many hours do you actually spend answering business calls whenever you're maybe out shopping or on your phone? I don't do any of that. I used to do that. I used to think people need to be there and then, and actually they don't. They don't need you there and then. <laughs> get that mental positive attitude of, they will need. They will get me whenever I finish doing my shopping. I don't need to reply now because I'm busy focusing on buying bacon and eggs for breakfast. So it's that kind of thing, you know, being realistic with your time and doing all the positive mental stuff. And a massive thing for me, especially being a woman and changing and hitting my forties recently. Oh my gosh, uh, is definitely you know getting my balance of my hormones right. So balancing yeah. my hormones, making sure that I feel well. Um, you know, looking after myself, self-care, eating right. I've recently lost a stone. I've got about another half a stone to go, moving more, being away from your desk, sitting outside, having a cup of coffee at lunchtime. These are all the things that I never did, and they're so simple things to implement and put into place. You always think that it's not for you, but they are actually dead simple. Ten minutes out your day, sit out the back, get a bit of vitamin D, out the back garden. And the school holiday stuff, I had people on payment plans. I was selling my courses. I had a couple of days where uh, my little boy AJ was going to a childminder. I had a day where my mum was taking him. And then days where we would all spend together as a family. And uh, days where it was just me and AJ and we'd go away and play at the park or go to the beach or do the penguin hunt around one of the local towns or go and find giant sculptures. And those, are the, those were the best days. Exactly. And being able to do that with everything else is, is just so good. I, um, I do say the first time that um, I, um, we kind of went away after um, I'd have my business and my husband answered my phone and then came to me. I'd been bathing the kids or something like that. He handed me my mobile and he said, uh, oh, they want to talk to you about whatever it was. And I was like, what? And uh, so I took the call and inquired. And now each of my inquiry calls might be 10, 15 minutes because I kind mm. of run through what's their problem, how I work mm -hmm. with them, you know, and what we might be able to do together. So it's, a, it's 10, 15 minutes, sometimes more than that. Um, and when I'd finished the call, I said to him, I don't actually answer my phone, you know. And he was kind of like, like what? Oh. Okay. <laughs> so that's really that's one of the biggest things that I tell people is is screen the calls. Mm -hmm. Don't have to be there twenty four seven. 
No, nope. you know, all these other big companies, they have, you know, answer services and, and, and all those sorts of things. So yeah, it's funny that you, that you say that. No, we don't. Completely. And there's so much things you can automate now as well. So automated messages on your emails, tell people realistically when you'll be back in touch with them. I have um, an automated message that goes out on my Facebook page all weekend. You can't contact me all weekend. I don't work Saturdays and Sundays, end of. So come Friday night at five o'clock, my automated message goes on. If you contact me over the weekend, I get back to you first thing on Monday. But my message tells you that. And then you get things like messaging bots as well. So, you know, it can message people. Okay. It, there are so many cool things now that you can put into place. You do not have to be there all the time. Exactly that. That is absolutely. I mean, these are all the things that I, you know, over time, I'm going to be telling everybody about. You can do this, you can do that, you can do the next thing. But like you say, the first bit is like switching up your mindset, whether that's self-development, whether that's working with somebody. Mm-hmm. Switching up your mindset so that you believe that you can do all this is so if, important. I know. Oh, and- I think that, see, like, going back to that self-important part, that part is really important because, like, believing that you're actually destined here to do your core job, that self-importance part, because you can help more people by enlisting the help of other people, you can then be allowed to do that. And that's the way that you will actually bring more joy and happiness into your life. And get back to doing that thing that you love, that you yes. started your business for in the first yes, place. exactly, as genius. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so, so much for sharing all that information and some of your story, Vicky. It's been <laughs> an absolute delight to have you on. I've loved doing it today. I did say it's quite a nice little reflective journey today. I've loved it. It certainly is. Oh, thank you so much. So listeners, if you enjoyed this podcast, um, please do go and leave a review or hit the subscribe button so that you can pick up all future episodes. And if you do want to talk about how you can shift up your mindset and get that balance with by working with me, then you can find me at www.emmalankton.com and we can have a chat about how this can work for you. And then I'll see you again on the next episode. Bye for now.